When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Entitled Parents video. Today we've got a crazy story of a parent with unrealistic expectations. But first, a story from Queer Fox. Entitled mother demands nurse make me cover my tattoo that's scaring her sleeping child. I'm in the ER waiting room and an entitled mother comes in with her deathly ill child that's fast asleep in her arms. I'm wearing a tank top and have a spirited away themed piece on my upper arm. I've been here for two hours already. Entitled mother keeps looking my way, huffing, dramatic sighs and dirty looks. I have no interest in engaging so I continue to ignore her. Finally, she stops a nurse and says, you need to tell that person to cover that awful offensive tattoo. Nurse gives a blank stare. Entitled mother continues. It's scaring my child. He's traumatized. Nurse looks at me. I meet her gaze out of the corner of my eye. She looks down at entitled mother and tells her to wait outside or in her car if she had a problem. Entitled mother keeps saying how traumatized her child is. She's woken him now from her yelling. She tells security that I need to move or cover up my horrific arm or she's going to call the cops for indecent exposure. At this point, everyone is fed up. Security tells her to quiet down and take a seat or leave. Final warning. At this point, I'm laughing. Long story short, she tried to call the cops. An officer was already here. He poked his head in to look at me, then walked back out said something to her and she left screaming bloody murder about indecent exposure to my poor child. I'm still currently in the waiting room. I thought we left all of this kind of behavior in the late 90s and early 2000s with tattoos. Are there a lot of people out there really that are still that aghast from seeing a tattoo on somebody? If there was a situation where a kid was getting scared by a tattoo that wasn't graphic in any way, would that even be acceptable for the mom to act this way? I'd like to know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Charming Morning 1216. My parents brought a new partner into our home without even asking me. Sorry, this one might be kind of weird. So for like six months, my parents have been hanging out with this young woman, Brittany. She's 28, I think. She works as a nurse at the same hospital as my parents. They'd invite her for dinners and stuff like that. I liked her at first. My mom really likes her and sometimes says I should be more like her. Brittany once offered me pot and of course I said yes, but then she ratted me out to my mom. Brittany said she saw me smoking it in my room and was worried for me. My mom believed her of course. That all to say that I've got good reason to not like Brittany. My parents started hanging out late with Brittany and then one morning during summer I saw Brittany leaving my parents bedroom. My parents had been at work for hours by then and she looked like she had just gotten up. Then about two months ago she started staying over often. My parents said she was staying to help them with work. Then one night I walked into my parents' bedroom and Brittany was in the bed with my dad. I was really upset but I didn't say anything at first because my dad promised he would explain it. After a week I snitched on him to my mom but my mom knew what was going on. She and dad explained that Brittany was a special friend. She said my dad wasn't cheating because they were sharing Brittany, whatever that means. 
I was weirded out and just tried to move on. Well, unfortunately, on Monday, I came home to find Brittany's stuff everywhere. Apparently, Brittany's now going to live with us, supposedly because rent is just too high and they wanted to help her out. Well, it hasn't even been a week and I'm sick of her being here. I have to share a bathroom with her and she's super nosy. My friend had come over so he could help me in math. Well, that night, Brittany told my parents that she's concerned about me being alone with a boy in my bedroom. My parents work late so they never knew he was coming over. But now, thanks to Brittany, we have to stay in the kitchen so she can make sure we don't get up to trouble. My mom doesn't allow me to use tampons, but like, I'm in cheer and they're a necessity. So my friend gave me some to use whenever. I forgot to leave them in my locker and I guess Brittany found them in my backpack. When I saw her looking at them, I flipped my crap. I told her she's not my babysitter and that I wanted her to leave me alone. Brittany got super offended and claimed that I was making her feel unwelcome. She threatened to leave and my parents acted like I was being unreasonable. Like, I get it's their house, but I feel like I should have been at least warned about her coming. Of course, she never left, and she's back to policing my behavior. My mom got the results back from some testing I'd done and must have told Brittany. She told me I'm going to have to use boric acid suppositories and that she's going to make sure I keep up with them. I really feel like Brittany being a parent is going too far and that my parents are crazy to think I should just go along with what they're doing. Well, first of all, I'm very concerned as to how Brittany is going to make sure OP's staying up on taking their suppositories. What exactly does that entail? That said, I think this whole situation is actually very unfair to OP. They're at an age where they've had their parents in a certain way of living for a long time, and they had no say for this person that's trying to come in and be parent number three. They don't like it, they don't want it, and honestly, that should be something that's respected. Opie's at an age where they can choose whether or not somebody is their parent. Our next story is from Hans96. My mother ruined my 21st birthday. It's been five years since this happened, but I was thinking about the situation and decided to share. Way back in ye old 2017, I, female, was turning 21, and my mom, who was 39 at the time, begrudgingly decided to come visit me interstate at university. Now, I'm on the autism spectrum and have severe anxiety and major depressive disorder. I take medication and it helps a lot, but I've gained a lot of weight on these pills and back then I had just started to get heavier. My mom steps off her flight and gives me a hug and then makes a comment about how heavy I look in my winter coat. So we were off to a great start. She had thrown a fit the day earlier because I took my grandparents, who arrived a day earlier, to see my dorm room and she has the right to see it first. The next day we were going out for a family dinner, my mom, myself, and grandparents, and mom threw a fit when I invited my boyfriend because she should get to see me without him. Note, I spent all day at the markets, just me and her. After the meal, she told me my boyfriend was fat and needed to learn some manners after he ate a piece of my pizza crusts that I offered him since I don't eat the crust. Okay, makes sense. The next day, she commented on my double chin, like, seriously lady, I weighed 70 kilograms at the time. She also commented that my feet smelled after I took my shoes off after walking with her around the city for five hours, and called my sister telling her I was unhygienic. That night, we went out to dinner with my friends to celebrate. My father offered to pay the bill for all my friends, and I later found out that my mother decided he couldn't do that and paid herself. She then went insane at me for having cheap and low friends to scammer for a meal. 
She then canceled all the rest of our activities because she couldn't afford them. The next night was the night before my actual birthday and I invited my boyfriend over for dinner again as I just wanted him to get along with my mom. After he left, she ripped into me saying, it's her birthday too since she raised me as a single mother and he was not welcome. She told me that if she knew I would get fat, lazy, and rude at uni, she would have never have let me go and has a mind to drag me on a flight home. I burst into tears and cried myself to sleep. On my birthday, she made comments about using her for cash and about how much Chinese food I ate for dinner. She then finally got on a flight on the last day and went home. I mean, regardless of what OP does here, I hope that mom is well prepared for an experience where maybe their kid goes no contact with them. Because God forbid that they want to put up with that kind of behavior for another minute. I'm not giving any advice, but if I were in that position, my level of contact with them would definitely sharply decline after that. Our next story is from Going With The Flow 333, entitled Mother Won't Stop Gifting Me Items Despite Requesting She Stop. Advice Welcome Hi everyone, my narcissist mom, so naturally also an entitled mother, has a habit of giving me random gifts at random times. Sometimes it's literally her old stuff like clothing or decor. Now it may sound really bratty of me and I don't want to seem ungrateful, but I get very stressed out by excess junk, clutter, and stuff to deal with. I have ADHD and I currently live in a small space, so keeping it clutter-free is really important to me. I've also moved 10 times in the last 10 years, so I really like to avoid collecting excess trinkets. I don't drive and the nearest drop-off is a 40-minute transit ride, so it's a nuisance to have to go and do that every time my mom brings random stuff. And there's only so many people I can keep giving things to, and honestly, I feel bad doing that. They don't want this random stuff either. Even for birthdays and Xmas, I say to both my parents, you don't have to feel like you need to get me anything, just spending time together would be enough. The stuff she gets isn't useful items either. It's often large, bulky decor, lots of random mugs, bowls, dishes, lots of clothing that isn't my size or style, dusty old books from the thrift store she thinks looks cool, lamps, hair, skin, soap products I can't use because of my fragrance sensitivity, etc. She's a big impulse buyer and kind of a hoarder herself. I've worded it to my mom also in a way where I say, I understand you're trying to be thoughtful by buying me stuff, and I appreciate that, and don't want to seem ungrateful for your efforts, but for me it causes stress, and it would mean a lot if you could avoid doing this. She continues to do this obviously, and sometimes I think she even does it antagonistically, and thinks it's funny saying, I know you hate stuff, but I just love this thing. One time she bought me a t-shirt from Walmart that said, Grateful? That is not at all my size or style. I told her to take it home and went through the whole, Stop buying me random stuff conversation, and she said okay. But after she left, I found it folded in a drawer. I was honestly so mad I threw it in the garbage. Not my proudest moment, but I just lost it. I've tried making her take things home with her, or not letting her bring it into the apartment, but she sends it with other people or finds a different way. My birthday is coming up, and this is when she likes to get me the physically largest and most bizarre items, because I can't really tell her not to get me gifts on my birthday. Anyone have advice for dealing with this? I hope I don't sound awful and ungrateful. I don't know of a great way of dealing with this when you've told them multiple times that you don't want that stuff and they just keep getting it for you. 
Like, at what point can you sit them down, look them in the eye, and say, why are you not respecting my wishes? And actually have them understand that. They just keep going right on doing what they're doing. Maybe the best thing is just continue to be absolutely straight up and deny anything, probably the moment the even mere suggestion comes up. Even if that means, like, if they've driven over, taking those things, walking them out to the car, and trying to yourself physically put them in that car. Somehow this message has to be made known. Our next story is actually an update to the previous post from Going With The Flow 333. Update to the entitled mother won't stop buying me gifts despite requesting she stop. We had dinner for my birthday, and she bought me one of the most obnoxious gifts yet. Before I could even open it, she was laughing, saying, I know you hate stuff, but I don't care. You are going to take this home and put it somewhere, and when I die, you're going to tell everyone your mother bought this for you. I don't even know how to properly describe this item. Think of a cross between a lamp and a trophy that kind of looks like a mushroom and is about three feet tall, very heavy and very breakable. It was horribly ugly and a completely useless piece of decor. After she said she knew I hated stuff, said she saw this item and knew I would love it. Uh Uh-huh. Best part, this weird decorative piece cost $200. I told her thanks, but I don't have the space for this in my tiny apartment. And she said, too bad, you're going to make the space for it. Buy another coffee table if you have to. Yeah, she is really out of touch. Also, I'm an adult and pay for everything myself, and she really can't tell me what to do. Anyway, so the weird obnoxious decorative piece went straight to the thrift store. And when she asks about it, I'll be sure to update you all so you can read about her reaction. I didn't even want to give her the option to keep it or return it in this case because of how antagonistic her motives were. She spoke to me so rudely and essentially made fun of my boundaries to my face. So while I didn't do this to be petty or sink to her level, I think at this point she needs harsher lines drawn, and the reality of having her money essentially thrown out seems to be the only way I can think of to possibly get through to her. My birthdays are not for her to unleash her narcissistic revenge plots to make fun of my boundaries. Next year, I may not even agree to have a celebration with her, I'm that mad. I mean, to be fair, this might be a good way to deal with it. If they give you something, straight up admit that you do not want this item and that you're going to be getting rid of it as soon as they're gone. When they're gone, immediately get rid of it. And if they ask about it, you say, I stuck to it. I did not want that item. I got rid of it. Stop buying me stuff. Maybe they'll get the picture. Maybe they'll try a little harder. Either way, you keep chucking it out until they do. This next story is from Turbulent Bumblebee 9 Entitled Mother Wants to Buy a Replacement Hamster. I was at the pet shop today buying a new squeaky tennis ball and some treats for my good boy. I missed the start of this interaction but saw a mom, entitled mother, and her two kids standing waiting for the answer to their question. Shop assistant comes back to them and says, I'm sorry I can't sell you a hamster today. The fact that your old one is potentially running loose around the kitchen but you can't find it is a red flag. This is an animal welfare issue. At the end of the day it's a living creature. I can't sell you a replacement hamster because you didn't look after the old one. The kids look heartbroken. Why would you bring them for this transaction? Guilt factor? An entitled mother just shouted, thanks for nothing, and stormed out. Everyone in the shop was reassuring the poor shop assistant that he'd done the right thing. You could tell the poor guy had been dreading the conversation. For the sake of all the other hamsters in that store, bless the shop assistant for doing the right thing. 
I'm assuming the kid was there for the guilt trip factor. And like, I'm sorry kid, if it breaks your heart that you can't get another hamster, you and your mom need to take better care of the Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com one you already have. God forbid you even find it still alive. Our next story is from Chemchick. Entitled parents try to stop me dating their daughter, then use their daughter's car without permission. This took place when myself and my now ex-girlfriend were 16 and 17. My ex-girlfriend's entitled mother and entitled dad never liked me even before I started dating her. If I had to guess, I think it might have been me being openly LGBTQ. Entitled mother and entitled dad are both very Christian and openly homophobic. Not conforming to stereotypical female roles, hobbies and dressing and me not being a good influence on ex-girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend and myself used to go to school together and I'd catch the bus home with her sometimes due to my mom working a lot and my dad being hard to get to via public transport. So I'd eat dinner at hers a lot. Entitled mother found out me and her were dating because she snooped through her phone while she was sleeping and then screamed at her about dating a girl. My ex-girlfriend told me about it at school the next day because her parents took her phone. Me and her continued dating, but the next time I came over to her house, Entitled Mother was waiting for me on the porch of her house. Keep in mind, this is paraphrasing, this happened three to four years ago. Entitled Mother says, are you dating my daughter? I say, does it concern you if I am? She says, yes, it does. I say, yes, I'm dating her. She says, well, I don't believe anyone should date anyone of the same sex. I say, you drilled it into her head that she shouldn't get pregnant before 18. Isn't this preventing her from getting pregnant? She says, I didn't mean it like that. Women shouldn't date other women and men shouldn't date other men. I say, I wouldn't listen to a book that's over 2,000 years old and has no proof to back it up. She says, I don't care. I choose to believe in it like you choose not to. I say, okay, can I come inside and get some food? She scoffed, but opened the door for me. I then ate food with ex-girlfriend and we watched The Imitation Game. It's a really good movie if you haven't watched it. I got a lot of the silent treatment from both Entitled Mother and Entitled Dad about me dating her, and a lot of dirty looks. I ignored it. Not too long after, ex-girlfriend turned 17 and got her provisional driver's license. Explanation for non-Australian readers, with a provisional license you can drive independently without a qualified supervising driver or driving instructor. But remember, your P plates must be on, your license handy, and the road rules and P license rules must be followed. 
Some rules of the P license include, you're not allowed to drive any high-powered or modified vehicles without an exemption. This law is only applicable in some states. You're not allowed to drive above 100 kilometers per hour. You're not allowed to drive with more than one person aged 16 to 20 in your car, minus immediate family. You cannot exceed 10 kilometers per hour of the speed limit at any time, and some other cars are outlawed. My ex-girlfriend bought a car she had saved up for since almost 2013. A white 2014 Holden Commodore SV6 with a manual transmission. Australian designed and built car worth roughly 20,000 to 25,000 Australian dollars in the condition and specs ex-girlfriend got it. She likes cars a lot. It's something we have in common and wanted something reasonably nice to drive for her provisional license. However, despite her being fully capable of buying the car and fuel, maintenance, and repairs, Entitled Mother and Entitled Dad tried to talk her out of buying the car because it would be too fast or too expensive to keep, despite it maybe making 230 to 210 horsepower at the wheels on a roughly 1700 kilogram car. Ex-girlfriend nearly didn't buy the car and bought something her parents wanted her to buy instead. I talked her out of it and said she'd be wasting her money if she didn't spend it on what she really wanted. We went and bought it and she really liked it. So I helped her get a better deal on it and we signed the paperwork for it. She was specified to be the only owner and it would only be used by her. We got to her house and it's barely 5 minutes of her getting home. Entitled Mother said this. Keep in mind, Entitled Mother and Entitled Dad both had their own two vehicles they shared a 2013 Toyota Yaris and a 1980s Toyota Caravan. Entitled Mother said, So ex-girlfriend, since you're still living with us, we'll be using your car. She says, What? No, I paid for it. It's my car. She says, It's my house and my rules. And she says, It's my car and my name is on all the paperwork. If you were to use my car, I could call the police and report it stolen. The Entitled Mother says, Well, who are the police going to believe? I say, ex-girlfriend's name is on all the papers. You aren't mentioned on any part of the paperwork. You'd be stealing it if you were to use it. She says, me and my daughter were having a private conversation. I don't need your opinion in this F-slur. I don't normally get annoyed when I get called that, but it really pissed me off. I say, screw you. Honestly, no one would care if you strung up yourself, you fat cow. Entitled mother looked like she was about to scream at me, but my ex-girlfriend just pushed me into her car and drove me home. We talked about it and I cooled off, but I was still pissed. A few months passed by again. I turned 17 and get my provisional license, and I haven't seen Entitled Mother or Entitled Dad since I called Entitled Mother a cow. Ex-girlfriend started noticing her car's tank being emptier or having extra kilometers done than she remembered putting on it. She confronted her parents, but they denied it. She came to me about it, and I said we could probably put a tracker in her car. She agreed to it, and she connected it to her phone. One day, when she had come to hang out with me, she got a notification the car had moved. We took screenshots as evidence that the car had been moved, and that she wasn't driving it. She had her spare car key on her, as I suggested she keep it on her in case something were to happen. We drove my car at the time, a black 2009 Ford Falcon XR6 Auto, again an Aussie made, designed and exclusively sold car, which was my mum's and was given to me when she got a new car, to my ex-girlfriend's car. It was in front of a shopping center, so we took it, unlocked it, she gets in and I get it back in my car, and we both drive to my place and wait for one of her parents to call. 
We got a call about a half hour later from Entitled Dad. My ex-girlfriend picked it up, and I didn't hear the conversation, but she spoke about how the car belonged to her, and if Entitled Dad or Entitled Mother ever touched it again, she'd be calling the police and then hung up. She got into a fight with her parents, where she packed all that she could of hers into her car and stayed at mine for a few weeks until she could find another place to stay. Since then, my ex-girlfriend had gone no contact with her parents, and me and her are on good terms. Honestly, does anybody else think that they were really lucky to have somebody like OP, who in this time of their parents trying to assume total control and total entitlement over their kid, had somebody that they could kind of lean on like in this situation they could take everything they owned and temporarily stay at op's place and just know that op was there to support them definitely i think an invaluable thing for somebody in this situation our next story is from throwaway 606060 entitled dad tries to take sons home here's a bit of backstory my boyfriend and i have been living with our newborn son at his parents home It was so awful living there due to many things including lack of boundaries, lack of privacy, some odd rules and a lot of arguing between myself and my boyfriend. I was exhausted and felt like he wasn't helpful. It got to the point where I had to stay with another family member for a while and since my boyfriend worked and my son was only a few months old and came with me, this understandably was upsetting for my boyfriend but was the best option at the time. Unfortunately, this didn't help our already rocky relationship. A few months passed and I finally found a reasonably affordable flat through a housing project and we arranged a viewing and after a week or so, the flat was ours. We moved in and things were good for a while until I found out he was cheating. I promptly ended the relationship and expressed that he needed to leave. He told me that he didn't want to go back to his parents and that it wouldn't be affordable to see our son so he would miss out on a lot. I felt bad and agreed he could stay living with us. He worked nights and would be asleep during the day so we wouldn't see much of each other. Part of this agreement meant that he would be looking after himself, i.e. doing his own dinner, washing, etc. and would have to pick up after himself. As you guessed, he wasn't capable of doing this for himself and resulted in me telling him to pack up and leave because I wasn't his mom or his girlfriend and shouldn't have to pick up after him when I'm already taking care of our baby. After speaking to his family about the situation, they told him I had no right to kick him out and to tell me he's not leaving. This caused an argument between us over multiple days. I told him that if he was going to stay there to be our son's main carer, I could understand a little more but this wasn't the case. It was closer for him to get to work, cost less too, and he didn't want to go back to living with his parents. I was so done with it, I packed some of mine and my son's things to stay at my parents for a little while. My family told me they would help me collect all of our things to move back to our parents and let him have our home. The problem with this is because I would have willingly left the property, I couldn't go back through the process to find another home and I would have to live with my family in a full house, already four people living there, until I could find somewhere affordable and I no longer had a job due to the move and didn't have enough to rent anywhere else. After the realization, I decided he wasn't going to take our son's home from him. He deserved to live there. I spoke to the owner to change the contract into my name and told my ex he had to go. He did go and took all of his things as well as my son's, Frames, scans and photos, his toy box and all of its contents. 
Anything his family had bought or made for him was taken with him. I had to replace it all. I just don't understand how you can take your son's things from him. Obviously, I don't think it was ever like intentionally taking the son's things from them in the sense that they're just doing it as some sort of revenge. I think it was a last ditch attempt at some kind of power play where they try to take things that you deem are just impossible to take and maybe you'll beg them to stay on second thought. I don't know, it seems ridiculous, but maybe that's what it was. Our next story is from Artistic Furball. Am I wrong for being mad at my grandma after she's trying to ruin my family lunch? I, 16-year-old female, live with my mom and my grandma's currently visiting us. She's known by the whole family to be super entitled, and almost literally the only one who can tolerate her is my mom. I don't have the patience with her BS. For me, it's really hard that my dad and my grandparents come to visit, so I practically beg them to come over for lunch and dinner today. I always go prepare them a nice meal at their house. I decided that I was cooking seafood, crab, shrimp, calamari, and fish for them this time, since it's the type of food I'm most good at preparing, and my grandma was prescribed by the doctor to eat more food with omega-3. I had everything planned from a few days before. I was going to do entrees, lunch, a nice pie as dessert and dinner. I even had a schedule. I really love cooking for them. They're always nice to me so it's a way for me to repay them. I told them they didn't have to bring anything, even though they insisted on helping with something, and happily started thinking what I'd do. However, since I invited them, my grandma's been saying all kinds of BS like, just cook something plain and simple, no one cares, just do barbecue like always. It's not healthy for my grandparents' diet. I don't like that crap, it looks weird, haven't even tasted it, etc. So my mom kindly told me to forget about her, and I was like, okay, fine, just don't let her cook on my day, please, because I know she'll give them her food instead of mine. And she said that sure, the whole kitchen was mine for the day. So I woke up at 8, and guess who the freak was cooking lunch already? Her. I felt bad and really, really mad. Anyways, I asked her and she said, I don't eat that weird stuff, just let me do mine your mom's. To which I was like, wait, but mom said she would eat. When I asked mom, she was extremely confused and said she is going to eat my meal. I'm now just sad because I deep down know I tried so hard for this, and she's going to ruin it just because she thinks seafood is weird. I already did my lunch and I'm waiting for my family to arrive, but I'm so mad she did this. I feel like I want to say to her, what the heck? You said you'd leave me today. I was even going to cook something else for you and you knew it. They're my guests, not yours. I mean, I get I'm 16. She's my grandma, so you should forgive her, she's older, blah blah blah. But she's the kind of person that always pulls crap like this, and this time it genuinely hurt. I feel like my efforts are for nothing, and I always put so much love into cooking. I worry about flavor, texture, presentation, and even about following a healthy diet for the ones I'm cooking. And it's not like she's very old, like the kind of old you say, she doesn't know what she's doing. Like she knows darn well what she's doing. So I feel it's super disrespectful from her to cook the lunch for the guests. I told her I was cooking for just because she doesn't like what I prepare and she knew darn well I would make a separate meal for her. So am I wrong for feeling this way? I'm Latin American so it's common in our culture to have your grandparents do all they want even if they're entitled jerks to us just because they're older. But I've always felt that's no excuse to treat others how you please. 
it's toxic to let them act like they own us. I guess what I would say is just try not to stoop to her level. Very clearly, they're a toxic person, they're a controlling person, and they're very clearly one of those people that can look you right in the eye, say they'll do a very specific thing that won't interrupt anything you're doing, and then just immediately go do whatever they wanted to do anyways, regardless. If you can squeeze in and make what you want still, try and do so. If you want to call her out in front of people saying, well I was going to make a bunch of stuff, but so and so dominated the kitchen from the start of the day and kept me out, I think that's fair too. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.